Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rob Bionio, Carl Pavlik of Five for Howling, joining us here on today's episode. Here we're talking about the Arizona Coyotes' last game to the San Jose Sharks. Very disappointing, uh, very, very disappointing game. Uh, and what the Coyotes need to do moving forward. Spoiler alert, it can't do much at, anymore at this point. It's very, very sad. Carl, uh, before before I get to that, I'll say, so before this game, before the game started on yesterday's episode, I said, I said the Coyotes need, absolutely need a statement win. Not just a win, but they needed a statement win to get back into the playoff run, you know, playoff things, maybe get some momentum as they get ready for Vegas. That didn't happen. They lost to San Jose again. And now their playoff hopes are pretty much all but gone. Yeah, uh, it's it's unfortunate. Um, I was saying the same thing. Um, they need a response. They shouldn't have lost Monday's game. But when you do, you need to like come out big. I was hoping for just a big first period to start things off well. Uh, and we'll talk about it. But that absolutely didn't happen. And they're not mathematically eliminated. And, of course, the Blues could just completely fall apart and not win any other games this season. But they're pretty much eliminated. There's not much the Coyotes can really do at this point, except for hope for disasters for other teams. It's, yeah, it's the, the... We'll talk. We'll we'll go to through the exact pathway for the, through the for the Coyotes later in the show, um, but you're as you're right. You know, with the with with the Blues winning against the uh, the Wild in uh, stupid fashion earlier yesterday, as well as the Coyotes losing to the Sharks, it just made things more frustrating. I'm just like. I, I, I kept saying, man, the Blues have such a hard schedule. The Coyotes have such an easy schedule. Man, this should be the Coyotes to take. And then they lose two straight to San Jose. What the frick is happening? Yeah. It, 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 it's, I was saying the same thing. This is such an easy schedule. The Coyotes, they're going to run into problems when they play Vegas uh, this weekend. But they could just get some early points in there, bank a nice cushion, and then we can see what St. Louis does. Um, St. Louis, to their credit, they are a team that is a few years removed from a Stanley Cup. They know how to win. They found their next level. Uh, The Coyotes didn't, um, and they just kind of fell apart. And they stumbled right out the gate with two losses to San Jose. Like That locker room has got to be feeling it. And... We've seen all throughout the season, if the Coyotes aren't confident in their abilities, they can't play, and it just becomes this vicious, unending cycle. Yeah, and 
that's something just we've seen all season long when it comes to the any anything that that affects their confidence. And in this case, this team against no, this game these games against San Jose is you let the bad team score first. They just all of a sudden the Coyotes look like a whole different team for the rest of the game. Not only score first, but score super early. Um, if it had been like, I don't even want to say like a last minute goal, um, because that's sometimes even worse. Like if, for example, it was like sec- mid second period. Yeah. Like yeah, then that that's a completely different thing. But they scored 17 seconds into the game on Monday. And then Evander Kane scored a minute and 12 into the game uh, last night. Uh, That's just, that's rough. And for the Coyotes, it's, it's a killer Um, at this point. It's, it's fairly clear that if they don't have confidence, they're not going to win games. Plus not to mention the Sharks were what skating like eight rookies. (laughs) Like you can, you could, you could like list off some of these guys. I don't barely even recognize some of these names. Uh, you know, obviously one of them, a lot of you Arizona guys might recognize Brinson Prashnuk, ASU grad. Um, he made his NHL debut today. Um, we're not a, we're not going to go too much into it because that's more of a focus for Locked On Sharks to talk about. But hey, we'll give him credit. He is an ASU guy, and you know, state of Arizona. You know, we'll talk this. You know. Anything like yeah. that. But. Second uh, uh, ASU player to uh, make an NHL debut, which is insane when you think about the fact that ASU has had an NCAA program for for just a few like, years now. Like yeah, just like what five yeah. years? Like maybe less. Yeah. How how old are the um, are the Golden Knights now? Because I think ASU was like a year before that when they started their program. There you go. There you go. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but think about that. And, and, and already they already have two, um, two NHLers out there. Yeah. Like that's, that, that's, that's some good stuff, but that tells you something though, just in, in, in general of this game that the Coyotes were having against the Sharks, the Sharks were skating multiple rookies, including the, including the ASU rookie. Like I was looking at the roster and I was like, like who are some of these people and why are the Coyotes losing to them? Yeah. I mean, like, look no further than their goaltender. Um, uh, Yosef Kojanash. Kojanash. Playing in his seventh NHL game, uh, that's, like, a prime opportunity for the Coyotes to just, like, pepper him. And we should be talking about, like, shaking his confidence. Um, But that just didn't happen. It is... It's I'm sure it's it's great for the Sharks to see like that kind of thing from from their younger players, but this is a game that the Coyotes should have won, and they didn't because they didn't play well. And it as simple as that. You know, going down three nothing really hurt, obviously, and then um, you know the Coyotes were able to come and make it three two at one point, thanks to the uh, let's see who. Who were the goal scorers in that? You had Nicholas Jomerson? Uh, no, it was Kessel and Larson. Uh, Kessel and Larson, that's right. Jomerson was... Jomerson had the assist to Larson. Yeah. Uh, he had that initial yeah, shot, that's... picked up his own rebound, nice cross-eyes pass. Very uh, uh, Nick Schmaltz. Um, yeah. And then Larson was able to just put it home. That was, that was a great one, but... 
like so, so Kessel and uh, and Larson. I, now I think of it. Did, so does that mean Kessel now has uh, is it that uh, nine? I, I saw a stat on there. But, that, that's uh, let's see. Because yeah, I think he something. was coming up on there. On... Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a big it was a big one that we had to we we had to address on that. Uh, I think he may have the fourteenth American-born player, second active American to reach nine hundred career NHL points. Yeah, I think he may need two more though. Because uh, Jose Romero of the uh, other Republic posted at eight sixteen, so this was mid game. He says he's just one point away yeah. from becoming the 14th. So, uh, I think he still needs one more. Um, he's at 899 now, which it, he's at eight. There you go. And, and Castle has had a great bounce back season. Um, it's astonishing that in the shortened season he may reach 20 goals. Um, because he's at uh, 18 now, which is fabulous. Um, but I just wish there was a there was some consistent effort. Uh, it's great that I said on Twitter that it's great that he was able to get that stopped when it was only three zero as opposed to four zero on Monday. But the Coyotes can't keep counting on their ability to come back against the Sharks. Um, that was the story in the beginning of the season that seemed to be their plan at the end of the season. I don't know why they're not prepared to play teams like the sharks i don't know why they weren't prepared for this game at all that's the th- and that's the thing too because you look at the games that the, that the coyotes play they are ill prepared to play the top teams like you know colorado vegas and minnesota because they're they are a grade above the rest of the west and then they go they they go out and have like good games against you know really good games against St. Louis who's who who they're supposed to be neck and neck with and you have games against LA, Anaheim and San Jose who you should be destroying and you just kind of have okay games. The last game against LA was four nothing so we'll give him that but the rest of them the rest of the games against against those three teams like those are teams that you should have no problem beating. The California teams, without a doubt, we all know, are absolute dumpster trash. Yeah. I would say the only one I, I can give a response to is the Ducks if Gibson's in net, because that's just, it's tough to beat Gibson. Um, but yeah, they should be winning these games against the California teams, and they're not. And they're just. They're not looking competitive, even. Like watching that first period, it was, it was just bad. Um, and then the third was was somehow even worse. They didn't get their first shot on goal until just over eight minutes left, and they were short-handed. Um, which is why I'm not going to blame Oliver ekman Larson for the loss because he took two really bad penalties that period, but the team was already playing like garbage. So it, I'm not going to blame those penalties on the loss. I'm going to blame the fact that they went three down or down three zero in the first 15 minutes of the game. 
Yeah, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep talking about the uh, Coyotes' loss to the Sharks, as well as what the Coyotes now have to do looking forward, looking at their schedule coming up. Is it still possible this team makes the playoffs? All that coming up on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. But first, let's talk to you guys about a couple things. The first is uh, to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. It's the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with uh, fans, athletes, insiders. Uh, you have lots of locked on guys on their own, uh, you know, who have their own locker room. You can chat with them live during games, during random conversations um, for anything about that. They will be, uh, you know, a lot of them are hosting once a week episodes, anything like that. It is a wonderful app to go ahead and join the conversation with other sports fans. So go ahead and check it out. Once again, that is downloading down, by downloading the Locker Room app today from the iOS App Store. That's Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. And guys, another thing to talk about with you guys is Built Bar, the amazing protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Once again, the 18 flavors, you can never go wrong. They have not just that, not just the 18 flavors, but the, you know, the limited time flavors that come up. Uh, I think I just saw like a, like a, like a coffee, some kind of like coffee flavor come up uh, on my social media stream. These flavors, you can never go wrong with any of them. They are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Great for the health conscious guy because they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for a keto diet. So you can go ahead and lose or maintain weight while, while indulging on such a delicious treat. Like I said, it tastes more like a candy bar. So don't even, you don't even have to feel, I mean, you can, yeah, you don't have to feel guilty because you're tasting, you're tasting, some, eating something delicious, but you're eating something healthy. Amazing concept. And that's why I absolutely love Built Bar. Go ahead and check it out yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, 15, and you get 15% off your next order. Once again, LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Another quick reminder, guys, that tonight, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft Live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On logo experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch the live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft from April 29th to May 1st. And now let's go ahead and continue this conversation on Locked on Coyotes. Talk a little bit more hockey. Once again, I'm Rob Liano, joined by Carl Pavlik of Five for Howling. Uh, let's take a look ahead for the Arizona Coyotes, what they need to do. So they have the bad loss now to the San Jose Sharks. I said they needed a statement win and that this, that if they were to lose, that pretty much all but kills their chances. But do they still have a chance? Yes. Outside chance. And outside chance and that outside chance isn't a lot no no uh i don't even know if we could call it call them a dark horse candidate at this point um it would require a miracle for them to make the playoffs it could happen it would 
the Blues would just have to completely blow up, and the Sharks couldn't do anything, and neither, because I think they're fairly close too, right? The standings are uh, the Blues at 50 points, the Coyotes at 47, the Sharks at 45. Yeah. So there are six games left. It wouldn't surprise me if the Coyotes lost half of those. And, but here's the thing of what I had to look at and why I still say there's an outside chance. The two games against the Golden Knights, as I've mentioned many times over the last couple of weeks, we very well know those are two tough games. Yes, they're home games. They can make somewhat of a difference. Maybe the Coyotes get a point or two out of those two games. That's the max I can see. There's no way they can win two games straight against the Golden Knights. Then you finish off the season hosting the Kings, and you go back to San Jose for two games. Back-to-backs in San Jose, which that's going to be tough. Yeah. uh, It's not like the Kings, like we said, the Kings and the Sharks normally should be easy games. The Kings, I don't think, is too much to worry about. The Sharks... If they, for some reason, find out that they might want to make a playoff push, I don't think they are thinking that, but maybe. I don't know. I mean... Maybe they try to... <laughs> I, I I honestly think the Blues are just going to have run away with it at that point, so... Uh, but here's the thing. Here's, here is where I want to go with that, though. Today, the Blues have another set of the back-to-back against the Wild. Uh, of a three-game set because the next game Saturday. This is where I think things need to make a difference. The Wild, if I think what the Blues play the Wild five, four more times. They got two games against the Ducks, one against the Kings, two against the Golden Knights. The Blues have an incredibly difficult schedule. So if it, there was any chance of them collapsing, they got the, they have the schedule of it happening. However, have you guys watched them? They beat the Avalanche twice. Or yeah, they beat the Avalanche twice and they just beat the Wild in comeback fashion. Like what's happening with this Blues team? I don't I can't explain. So I don't think they're going to have a collapse. There's no I mean, we know for sure they're going to beat the Ducks and the Kings. Yeah. But the rest is Oh no, and but and here's the thing. Before I get any any more of that, Winning three games against the Ducks and the Kings. Let's say let's even say that happens or whatever. That's probably still enough to make the playoffs. Just beating the Ducks and the Kings. Yeah. That's why we think it's almost impossible for the Blues to blow this and for the Coyotes to somehow squeak squeak in. It's the the Blues are doing that thing that we always see teams do. Um, and it seems less pronounced this year, I think, because we're watching more insular games, but Good teams just find another gear as playoffs approach. They 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 like to go in with momentum, um, and that is the Blues right now. They're they're playing phenomenal hockey. Um, if if they hadn't won tonight uh, or tonight when we're recording this yesterday, when you're listening to this, and on Monday, and the Coyotes still had the playoff spot, I would say yeah, if they can maintain. The next couple games, they would be good. But the Blues have games in hand and points. So, like, 
the I think the Coyotes would need to be perfect in their last six games. And like you said, they're probably not going to take both of those uh, Vegas games. Uh, we're talking about them possibly not even being able to take both the California teams games. So it's, you're right. It could happen if you are the type of person who is an optimist. Uh, go you. Uh, it's a fairly good way to live, as far as I can tell. Uh, and keep keep hope alive. Uh, don't bet on them, uh, especially now here in Arizona, where we have sports betting. Do not bet on the Arizona Coyotes for any other games this year. Uh, as someone who's not being sponsored by any gambling site, I have a lot to say that because I th- I do think there's a chance they may just finish with like a. Uh, zero, I mean, I can, zero. I mean, I can say, go ahead and make a bet on our friends at betonline.ag, but I'm not going to recommend that because, <laughs> well, that would be a dumb bet to make. There's many other bets you can make on betonline.ag. We'll talk more about that later. But uh, Now is a great time for prop bets. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many saves can Aiden Hill make in the next game? <sighs> Is Aiden Hill going to start another game? Ah, uh, sure. I want him to start. Because I. why not at this point? Why didn't he start this game? Uh, that That's another question. <laughs> that's a question that needs to be answered. I think Darcy Kemper has started every game since he returned from injury. With Why? Just... I, I get that the team needs it's, needs wins, but he's not getting them. Maybe give him some rest. Um, let's try not to re-aggravate an injury. Especially seeing how well Aiden Hill played before he came back. Yeah, he was like really good. It was it was great to see him like kind of like step up. People are talking about like exposing Kemper at the draft and keeping Hill. Uh, I'm still of the opinion that the Coyotes should just acquire another goalie and expose him. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know why Hill didn't get the start today. Uh, I, I posed a question on the Five for Howling Twitter page on Monday. Like he had a great showing. He let out, let in one goal uh, in relief for Kemper. Is that enough to game the start? And I think everyone said yes because it seemed like it was the right call to make. But I don't know. Kemper got it today, and he let in three. And then all the credit to him, he was very good in the second two periods. Before we get to the final segment of this show, um, I do want to mention one more thing about the uh, about the schedule. You know, making things hard for the Coyotes to make the playoffs is. Let's say, for all purposes, the Coyotes are in a playoff spot. Um, somehow the the Blues lose a number of games, and the Coyotes somehow make it, are in a playoff spot by the after May eighth. Look at the Blues schedule; they got three. Like after the Coyotes season is done, the Blues still got three games to play. Yeah, and and that that would be like definitely one of those things where. The Blues are going to have all the motivation in the world to win those games if they need to. Um, and that's like, As, uh, yeah. One of them's against the Kings, so that's already going to make a difference. <laughs> it is just just terrible. Like, the Blues should should not be 
playing the way they are. Mikhail should not be playing the way they are. But the, they have two back-to-backs. Like, looking at their schedule, they're like, this is the perfect team for us to be, like, chasing the last spot for. But but no, it's just all collapsing. Uh, it's terrible. It makes absolutely no sense. Coming up uh, to, to uh, cap this show off, we're going to talk about uh, a uh, a brief preview, not too much in depth because that's what the next episode will be for, but a brief preview into the next series against uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. That will be coming up in just a sec. But first, a quick reminder about betonline.ag. Talked about it for that brief second about three minutes ago. But if you need a quick reminder, it is the fastest and easiest way to bet in all your sports action. Baseball season is now in full swing, and you can catch all that action on BetOnline. This week has tons of action on the go. The NFL Draft is on. You heard me talk about that earlier. The Kentucky Derby is back with the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, go to Bet Online on your laptop and mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, guys. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs into the playoffs. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up for a free account today and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. Once again, that's LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And now it's time to uh, go ahead and finish off this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Once again, Rob Leano, Carl Pavlik of 5forhowling.com. To talk about the Coyotes' next couple games very briefly, because like I said, next episode will be more in more in depth uh, to talk about that. And speaking of uh, coming up later, I'm still working out the details, but uh, coming up, Hopefully sometime soon, we will have Alex Kinkoff of, of uh, ArizonaCoyotes.com joining us on a uh, on one of our next episodes of Locked on Coyotes. So be sure to be subscribed to be notified when that episode drops. But now let's talk, Carl, this weekend. It's not going to be pretty because it's, uh, it's the Vegas Golden Knights and they are, well, they're Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> The the season started with the Coyotes struggling against Vegas. Um, that was back when we thought four games against one team was a lot. Um, they lost <laughs> three of those games quite handily. Um, they won one, so that, that, that's nice. Um, but it feels kind of fitting that it's probably going to be considered the end of the season. If if you're still one of those people who think that there's there's hope alive, I just I think Vegas is going to crush it and just crush it so badly. Because uh, yeah. they're also going to want to be in like a good shape for the playoffs. Vegas wants the number one seed. Yeah. Like, come on. Who doesn't want to be the team that's going to crush on whoever the f- number four is? Because we know. Whether it's St. Louis or somehow Arizona or some 
from magical reasons, San Jose, I I don't even know why that'd be the case, but I don't know. Whoever that number four is, we know they're going to get bounced out in like a in a, in a four game sweep. Yeah, I would. I, anyone who's going to be in the fourth spot is much better than the Minnesota Wild. Uh, that's. I still think Vegas or uh, or Colorado are much better than the Wild. I don't think it's going to be too much trouble. I'm perfectly comfortable with that being completely wrong but but yeah you want that you want to face that fourth seed that's going to be an easy win uh, knock on wood because i want to see the blues get eliminated i think we all do a lot of us are tired of them yeah. uh, but at the same time uh, see i just don't want to see vegas win. sure i don't want to see colorado win um this playoffs is going to be terrible. I, I have like no teams that I like to support. Um, like my fallback team is Nashville. Uh, I, I haven't looked to see if they're doing well. I do not think so. See, I can't cheer. I, I, I don't know if I can cheer for any of their teams. I mean, there might be a couple because of player ties to certain teams. But then even then I'm just like, but you play for that team. Oh, actually, uh, Predators do have a spot. Uh, so maybe I will be able to check them. But but yeah, that, that's definitely... I mean, for the Coyotes, the, the team that I'd be closest to would probably be... Uh, Florida Panthers. Keith Yandel. I was always a big fan of him. Um, and I do like when it's a separate... Uh, conference, uh, I think that makes it much easier to, to cheer for a team. Um, but but you're right; it's never fun seeing your favorite player on like another team. Yeah, that's why it always pained me as a for someone who grew up a San Jose fan. Um, spoiler for anyone who is listening the first time to this Coyotes podcast: Yes, I was born in San Jose. I was raised a San Jose. I was raised a Sharks fan. Um, right now I'm upset. The Sharks should have lost. Um, but I've I I know that feeling of players playing for other teams, yeah. especially from former Sharks players. But, anyways, coming up for this weekend, not gonna be pretty. Uh, however, if the Coyotes somehow manage to come out alive. And that's a huge if. Very huge. Then maybe maybe we can talk somehow their playoff hopes could be possible. Yeah. And and that's why I said possible. Question mark. Because there's still so many things that need to happen. I, I will say this. If the Coyotes can beat the Golden Knights both games, I think that you can legitimately have a little bit more hope that they are going to make the playoffs. Because if they can do that, it not only shows that they're playing in the right frame of mind, um, but, and they'll probably get like the, the last four as well, hopefully knock on wood. Um, but it proves that miracles happen. And the St. Louis blues miracle of them collapsing 
is possible. Um, so yeah, they need to be both, in my opinion, for anyone to have a chance. I'm a. They need to come out with three of the possible four points. Yeah. I don't see that. I, I said it earlier. I I wouldn't be surprised if they do not win another game this season. Based off how they performed the last two games, I'm with yeah. them on that. They especially the the last period. It was like this is a team that's given up, um, and that's why it's always going to be worse to watch them because. They're not having fun out there. You're not having fun at home. Maybe a couple guys will start playing for their next contract. Um, but but I think this is going to be brutal. It doesn't help either that you're, that you're, uh, one of your best players is out injured too. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I, if Garland gets healthy, do you even put him on the ice? No. Uh, if it's, it's, we know he's not he, he's not back this weekend for sure. They lose both of these games, and he somehow gets healthy before uh, the uh, L.A. games. Don't even play him. Don't worry about it. Like you know, it's all you know. All is done at that. Point. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Uh, the the way players have been managed this season, I, I am wondering if we see him for maybe like the last game against San Jose. The way the way players are managed this season, that's a question that we're going to talk about on another episode. I'll have you back. We'll talk player management and Rick Tockett. How about oh that? yeah, that that'll be a fun topic uh, that I am holding off on having any clear opinions on. Because I'm afraid that it's going to get like much worse. Oh, I will let you. I I, I, I will essentially get, get give you almost the whole half hour to rant about it. Uh, I, I probably could. I probably could. I'll just have you make interjections when I get glasses of water. <laughs> there we go. I'll take. We'll, we'll we'll take that. So there's a little preview. Maybe another episode coming up to you guys coming up later this week or next week. Um. And uh, I guess that will do it for today's show. So, yeah. Thanks once again, Carl, for joining on today's episode of, of Lockdown Coyotes. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to review, subscribe. Uh, we're available every week the podcast. And uh, interact with us on social media. I'm at Robbiano1 and at LO underscore Coyotes. DM us, mention us, do all the jazz, and uh, ask us a question. We'll answer them on a future episode of the Lockdown Tigers podcast. Once again, thanks everyone for listening. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys stay healthy out there. And don't forget to howl on.